You're listening to Comedy Central. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah's live election night coverage. To Muck Lips 2018. Let's try this again, America. Ears edition. Anything can go wrong. Anything can happen. I can say anything. They can't edit it out. Scooby Bab Live. Try sense of that. And uh, I don't know about you, but I was hella nervous today. <laughs> Spent the whole day updating social media, waiting to hear the results. But now the votes are in, and it's official. Idris Elba's magazine. People magazine sexist man I was so worried he would lose the vote. <laughs> oh, uh, there was another vote that had me worried today. Yeah, the midterms. The day when voters were officially gonna decide. Is America racist or is it openly racist? <laughs> and I know right now some people are like, oh, if America's so racist, Trevor, why don't you go back to South Africa? Cause it's also racist. <laughs> That's why I like it here. It reminds me of home. <laughs> so it was touch and go for a while today. The blue wave was looking more like a smurf that was peeing. And uh, what was worse is that the results just wouldn't come in, right? The whole whole day, like for the last few hours, it's just been too close to call, too early to call. It's like we texted America, you up? And then all we could see (laughs) is that little typing bubble. And it's like, yo, just tell me America, do you want to smash or not? (laughs) But after a night sponsored by (laughs) Pepto-Bismol, it's official. The Democrats have taken the House. You guys are almost as excited as Rachel Maddow. She, (laughs) when she heard the news, she just exploded into a pile of I voted stickers. (laughs) So uh, before we get to the results, please welcome my co-host for the evening, Roy Wood Jr., everybody. Roy, uh-huh. I only have one question for you. Did you vote? Oh, yeah, man. About five, six times, man. I did that. <laughs> Multiple I, stops. I don't, I don't think that's how that's supposed to work, but I appreciate your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna, be, we're gonna be checking in with Roy, but we do have uh, votes that are still coming in, but there are some things that we do know for certain, right? Uh, this has been a night of firsts. Uh, in Colorado, Jared Polis has made history as the first openly gay man <laughs> to be elected governor. Yeah. The first openly gay man. How has it taken that long? That's amazing. Openly gay man. And you know what that means, Colorado? All of you are now gay. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't make the rules, so congratulations. Also, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib have become the first female Muslims elected to Congress. And also, and also for the first time, the first two Native American women. Yeah. 
So congratulations to Sharif Davids in Kansas and Deb Holland in New Mexico. That's right, the first Native American woman elected to Congress. That is really excited. Like, you just, like, see what's happening. And no, 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 we're not talking about you, Elizabeth Warren. Shoo! Oh, hold on. Shoo! Hold on. So many firsts. Help me, help me, help me understand this again. Now, you got two first Muslim women. Right. And two first Native American women. Right. There can only be one first. Only one person can be first. You can't have two firsts at the same time. That's the, okay. You can't have a double first. Yeah, okay, so what are you saying? Someone's gonna have to decide who's yeah, the first? Yeah, you have to have a second. Like, somebody gotta be Buzz Aldrin. They can't both be Neil Armstrong. <laughs> you can't have two Neil Armstrongs. Like, they didn't... Like, when Neil Armstrong jumped yeah, he, out I guess the he, moon, was, he was the first man on the moon. Yeah, he then... was first, and then Buzz Aldrin was second. It wasn't like they was gonna jump together at the same time. Was that what they was gonna do? <laughs> Was they getting ready to jump at the you same know, time? You know what would be funny is if we found out that that was the plan, and then Neil was like, oh, your shoe's untied. And then he checked, and he was like, one small step for man. That's, I, I didn't think of that. Well, they, they're both first. It doesn't matter. Uh, moving on to Texas, it is being reported that Ted Cruz has officially defeated Beto O'Rourke. Um, no, look, I mean, uh, Beyonce did endorse Beto, so in a way, I guess he won. Uh, yeah, if life gives you Beyonce's, you make lemonade. And look, guys, we can make fun of Ted Cruz, but this guy has been re-elected now, so we have to start showing him some respect. So tonight, no jokes about Ted Cruz, just congratulations, well done, Senator Ted Cruz. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, now, you may be surprised that Ted Cruz won a popularity contest, but we sent Desi Lydic to Texas earlier today, and you know what? You could actually tell that the vote wasn't gonna be as one-sided as you'd think. I mean, people are saying that the media is biased for Beto O'Rourke, but that's ridiculous, right? Totally ridiculous. Totally. So what do you love about him most? Oh, I love everything about him. Amen. <laughs> what do you find most dreamy about him? Uh, I don't think he's dreamy, I guess. I feel like he's just a normal guy. Yes. I love normal men. I love the way he speaks to everyone. The fact that we need to put party aside and work together if we yes. ever want to come together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is it always this hot in Texas? Yes, it is. Who'd you vote for today? I voted for Ted Cruz. You like Ted Cruz? I do like Ted Cruz. Sorry, I think you misheard me. Um, I said Ted Cruz. Yes, I, I heard you. So who did you vote for today? Ted Cruz. He's the kind of guy you can just sit down and spit out a beer with. I suppose, if I don't drink beer, but I, I, yeah. I think the media is biased. Totally agree. There's no room to be biased. You're wearing a beta shirt. <laughs> Hey, eyes up here. Desi Lydic, everybody. Thank you so much, Desi. So, tonight is a big night. Uh, we have most of the results that matter. And for more on tonight's election results, let's turn back to my man at the desk, Roywood Jr., everybody. Give it up for him one more time. Uh, it, looks like, it looks like the Democrats have retaken the House. So now the question is, what does this mean for America's future? The future, Trevor? The future's already started. Now that the Democrats have the House, America has descended into a socialist chaos just like Trump said it would. It's like Venezuela outside, but worse, it's Venezuela with white people. All the socialism, but none of the rhythm. Roy, bro, I, look, man, I don't know if I would trust what Trump said. Like, he said a lot of things. For instance, he said Republicans would keep the House. Mm -hmm. So this has got to be a tough loss for him. Tough loss? Are you kidding me? This is a great night for Donald Trump. Trump right now sitting back celebrating with a big 
juicy cheeseburger, and two scoops of ice cream, twice. That's a four scoop, four bread, four patty, special sauce kind of night. Trevor, the cheeseburger a la mode is reserved for special occasions. No, dude, dude, dude like, why would Trump be celebrating? The Republicans lost the House. It'll be harder to achieve his agenda. He'll be facing a lot more investigations. How is this a good night? Because when all of his policies go wrong, he has someone to blame. <laughs> Stock market dropping, blame the Democrats. Farmers hurt by trade tariffs? Thanks, Nancy Pelosi. Even the little stuff, even the little stuff he could blame on the Democrats. Oh, oh, your couch getting repossessed and Pornhub is down? That's on you, Maxine Waters. <laughs> See? Now Trump has a scapegoat. And everybody loves a scapegoat. Like, I, like I, I went to house, I love to blame everything on my dog. <laughs> Track mud in the house, it was the dog. If I let a fart slip out, I make sure it's near the dog. <laughs> Trevor, one time I got in a car accident and I just scooted over, put my dog behind the wheel. I got off scot-free. Boy, well, that doesn't make sense. Dogs can't drive. Well, neither can mine for two years. Suspended license. <laughs> so, wait, so wait, you think Donald Trump was the real winner tonight? <laughs> Hell no, I'm just messing around. Democrats spanked that ass like they were Stormy Daniels and he was Donald Trump. Look. <laughs> So the Democrats, the Democrats rode a wave of enthusiasm to retake the House, uh, but as we said earlier, the wave was less kawabanga and more hi. And uh, one of the reasons the race was so tight was a surprising lack of enthusiasm in some of the most important voting districts. So earlier, we sent Michael Costa to find out more. Thanks, Trevor. I'm here in California's 48th district, which is a critical House race. But like me, there's a shit ton of people here who won't be voting, and we all have our reasons. Why aren't you voting today? I don't have the time. Right. It takes time. It's not like there's a polling place right behind you that you could vote right now. Did you vote today or do you plan on voting today? Nope. Why? Uh, I'm just kind of too lazy. I got a lot of things procrastinating about and that one doesn't even make the list. So you have a list of things that later you will put off. Yeah. I'm not voting. Tell me why. I'm just not interested, I would say. Have you voted in previous elections? Uh, no, I have not. I'm not registered. Is there an example of something you have voted in in the past? American Idol. You voted for American Idol. Are you planning on voting this election? I am not. A lot of politicians don't surf. They just, they're not out there. Um, mm -hmm. They don't have the same connection that surfers have with the ocean and our environment, which just discourages me from even participating. If politicians surfed, would that change things? It may. Um, special things happen with the ocean. There's a lot of magical things that the ocean has to offer, mm -hmm. even more than you know. Are you on drugs right now, Maddie? No, I don't do drugs. The ocean is my drug. Are you happy with the current political environment that we have? I don't know enough to answer that. You don't know enough to answer yeah, that? Yeah. It's not, yeah. you, you don't feel like it's affecting you in your life? I just feel like enough people don't care, but like, I feel like more people should care. And by more people, you mean you? Yeah, I guess so. So there you have it, Trevor. Despite living in a swing district, the people in California's 48th have a very clear message. And that message is, eh. Michael Costa, everyone. Thank you so much, Michael. <laughs> Stay tuned. The Daily Show is live, and we will be back right after this with more election night coverage, everybody! There are still results coming in from all over the country. Uh, news from New York, where we are. Andrew Cuomo 
was elected to his third term as governor of New York. Yes, unfortunately, he cannot make it to the Victory Party because the subway is stuck. Ah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> let's move into more results that are gonna keep coming in from around the country. Um, we're gonna go into some analysis right now on how it all went down. Uh, so please, let's go to Ronnie Chang in our super high-tech election center. Ronnie, what are you watching tonight? What am I watching? I'm watching the other networks suck, Trevor. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> Every channel is the same thing. Some dude zooming in on his high-tech electoral map, breaking down the vote with deep analysis of congressional districts. In California's 49th, uh, it was expected to go blue, blah, 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 blah. Boring. That's not deep. I'll go so deep, I'm gonna end up back in Malaysia. County by county analysis? That's pathetic. Neighborhoods block by block? I mean, if that's as deep as you can go, good for you. Try to feel good about yourself. But I'm going all the way in, Trevor, focusing on one guy, Kyle, in Vista, California, on Hillside Drive. Yeah, I'm saying this whole midterm election comes down to Kyle. So, let's go to the hidden cameras I broke in and installed last week. Okay, right off the bat, he's in a bubble bath. So I'm gonna go on a limb here and say he's your typical sensitive snowflake liberal. But let's get some more intel from Kyle's medicine cabinet. Looks like a lot of gas X and uh, Lotramin. So obviously, Kyle's a huge loser. But we still don't know how he voted. And I didn't want to do this, but uh... Yo, Kyle, yo! Yo, who'd you vote for, you gassy, fungus-infested loser? Okay, 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 okay. Ronnie, 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 we're good. Ronnie Chang, everybody, Ronnie, uh, we're good. No. Thank you. Thank you for that analysis. That was very, very deep and very unethical. Um, now, th there is a lot to unpack from these races, right? But unfortunately, we only have until 11.30 before Comedy Central cuts us off for a rerun of Futurama. So, uh... <laughs> To get some political analysis uh, and to get it all in, we turn now to our own election experts, Jabuki Young-White and Dulce Sloan, everybody. <laughs> us, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm gonna have to ask you to both give your election analysis at the same time. So to start, what do you both think about the state of the race tonight? Thanks, Thanks Trevor. Trevor. Let's, Let's talk, talk about the House's chance of flipping. Arizona, Missouri, Florida, three states that are up for grabs. Also one for Hillary in 2016. My friend so Derek, aka D Train, has been in all three in of those states. Actually, crazy story. D Train's auntie Trisha claims she once gave a hand job to Guy Fieri <laughs> in Florida. Wow, that uh, that actually kind of worked. So, so let me ask you this then: uh, Do you think tonight could be considered as uh, the Democrats' quote unquote blue wave? Good, Good question. question. It's, it's all about, about those 23 turnout. vulnerable seats, Generally Trevor. speaking, the more These Americans seats are more vulnerable than a woman after election, she watched the, the double feature the are for of The Marty Notebook in and the Marley minority. and Me. Take my word for it. Do not watch Marley and Me drunk as hell on an airplane. <laughs> that is really interesting. I didn't know that turnout was so correlated to minority party success. Now, uh, the last question I have for you is, uh, would you say that Trump's rallies were an asset to the candidates that he supported? Yes. No, but, but it's hard to measure that. It's like trying Kevin to predict Hart, the success of a movie was underrated like Jumanji. Jumanji. Look, Look at me. me. I'm talking, talking about Jumanji, Jumanji on, on election night. night. Thank you so much, guys. Jose Stone, Jabuki Young White, I think we can agree. We're all more informed than we were five minutes ago. Stay tuned. More election night coverage coming up when The Daily Show returns. We'll be right back. coverage. So, uh, we have a few more results here. Uh, it is official in the Senate race of Utah. Mitt Romney has won the race. 
and will be uh, Utah's new senator. And you know what, kids? If you wanted a story to inspire you, this is it, all right? Because look at Mitt Romney. The guy was a governor, ran for president, lost, and he could have disappeared off into the woods, but no, he didn't. He fought, right? And he came back, and now he's a senator. You understand that this guy had nothing when he started out. All he had was a dad who was governor and $500 million. <laughs> and look at him today. I also like how he's, he failed at president, and now he's just, like, combining all the other jobs to try and get president. He's like, okay, running the Olympics and senator and governor. That's president, right? That's president? No, it's not, Mitt, but congratulations to you. Uh, we're joined by our special guest tonight, Jamil Smith, everybody. Please welcome him. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. This is one of the craziest nights in America when all the results are flying in. Everybody's trying to predict everything. Um, do you think, judging by what we've seen so far, that this was a good night for America or is it too, call, it's too soon to call? Well, it was definitely America, that's for sure. We saw, <laughs> we saw in Florida, uh, unfortunately, it looks like Andrew Gillum has conceded that governor's race to Ron DeSantis. And uh, that is, uh, you know, something I think, you know, frankly, we've seen a discomfort with black leadership. Even right. though we, you know, we've had an eight years of a black president, but there that, are a lot of folks that are still not ready for black folks to run things. But is it fair to say that, though? Because, I mean, like, you, you, it's what? That was 49 to 50. I think that's, what, 50,000 votes that separated them? Well, and, and it's funny because... Of, they, what, eight, 8 million? And Amendment 4 passed in Florida tonight, which gives the, right, uh, the voting rights back to... 1.6 million people who have, you know, been formerly incarcerated. Right. So, you know, suffice to say, that could have made the difference. It, it, it really is an interesting, uh, you know, race to watch. It, it, all the midterms are, because a lot of people said that this was an interesting midterm because it wasn't about the candidates. Right. People said this is about Trump or not Trump. Do you think that's what it was, and do you think that was decided tonight? I think that certainly the House victory for the Democrats repudiates Trump in a big way. That you know, about nine uh, percent of the you know the margin for the popular vote, which means that you know that, that's almost you know that's a lot of people in this country who've said no to Trump, independence, abandon Trump. Right. So it is a repudiation of Trump in that respect. But but then you see the governor's races in you know, Georgia. Right now, it's still pending. Kemp is leading. And in Florida and in some other states, you see Hawley winning over McCaskill in Missouri. Right. So I think that you, what you've seen is that you've seen a repudiation of Trump, but you've seen that Trumpism works. Oh, Trumpism works, but not Trump. Now, let's go back to the Stacey Abrams race. Yeah. You said it's too close to call right now, and it looks like Kemp is winning. It's a very strange race for me because, I mean, the person who's meant to be monitoring the race is running in the race. Right. Um, and you also have a situation where it feels like people don't have tr a trust in the voting system right now in Georgia. You know, the stories that we were coming up online, people are saying, like, how is this happening? And then, most importantly, for many, the polls. Mm -hmm. The polls had Stacey Abrams winning, and it doesn't seem like that's happening. When, when does the news stop reporting the polls to people? When, when does that just go out of the window? Honestly, I mean, a lot of us in the news don't pay attention to the polls because, I mean, look at how, what happened in 2016. You had people overestimating, you know, the, the support for Hillary Clinton. Right. Uh, granted, she won by more than 3 million votes nationwide, but national polls didn't really matter. It mattered about what happened in those states. And you see the same kind of thing playing out tonight. And I think what we need to understand is that there are other dynamics at play here. There's something called the Bradley effect, uh, where a lot of people say they're going to vote say, for a black right. candidate. And then they get inside that polling place, they get into that ballot, that ballot and they're like, uh, I don't know if I can pull the lever for the black guy. Right. And so, fortunately, I think that, you know, we've seen a lot of that in this election. And I, I don't know if that's the only reason why 
Abrams is down and Gillum lost, but I think that it certainly contributes to it. I think a lot of folks don't you know, understand how race and racism play in this country. I know it's too soon to say for certain, but the Democrats have the House. Does this mean that America is starting to veer on, on a, toward a different course? Does this mean that Democrats can begin a fight back? Does this let Republicans reassess what their message is with Trump? I think it means that this is the beginning of the fight, frankly. I mean, you have uh, its Democratic House can now subpoena pretty much anyone they want. They can start the investigations. They could basically do what Congress is supposed to do, which is to put a check on the president. And while he's still going to have the Senate to appoint his judges and whatnot, his legislative agenda is essentially dead. And so, well, don't, don't cheer yet. Don't cheer yet, because that gives him a lot of time to do other things, <laughs> okay? Like start more wars. Wow. So I think that's an emotional roller coaster yeah, right there. Yeah, it's. The thing is that there are no clear answers from this election. I think we're really going to have to see not only how the president reacts, but also how strongly Democrats go forward now that they have people, even the people that lost, you know, Beto, uh, Gillum, and possibly Abrams, real stars in their party that have shown a pathway forward for them to not just, you know, run against Trump, but to confront racism. And we're going to see if d- d- the Democrats follow their lead, right. even though they lost. It's going to be exciting to watch. Thank you so much for being on the Thank show. You. Great seeing you again. Jamil Smith. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.